Let us pray. The thief only comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I came that you may have life, and may have it abundantly. John chapter 10, verse 10. Dear Lord, I am not ignorant of the fact that there are forces at work against me. There is darkness in this world that would seek to destroy me. But you have given me your resurrection life, so that I may live forever with you. Thank you for putting me in perfect union with you, so that I now have new life, your life. Remind me today that I am no longer dirty and distant, but clean and close to you forever. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you for praying with me today. Now discover the profound intricacies of Scripture through Pray.com's podcast, The Heartbeat of Faith with Dr. Andrew Farley. Stay tuned after this quick word from our sponsors. America's federal debt just reached $33 trillion, and many economists predict the weight of this crippling debt load will soon topple the whole financial system. Concerned Americans are diversifying their assets into physical gold with the help of Birch Gold Group. If you want a physical asset held in a tax-sheltered retirement account, you should call Birch Gold too. But learn for yourself. Text the word HEARTBEAT to 989898 and they'll send you a free info kit on gold. If you have an IRA or a 401k from a previous employer just gathering dust, Birch Gold can help you convert it into an IRA in gold, and you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. Text HEARTBEAT to the number 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold. There's no cost or obligation, so do it now. Text HEARTBEAT to 989898. Satan was an angel of light, clothed in splendor and majesty. And isn't that one of the hardest things about exposing evil? It often disguises itself as good. We as believers are called to look beyond the surface level and see the essence of things. That's when we begin to discern that sometimes what looks good may actually be evil. By the abundance of your commerce, your insides were filled with violence, and you have sinned. Therefore I have cast you as profane out of God's mountain. I have destroyed you, covering cherub, from the middle of the stones of fire. Your heart was lifted up because of your beauty. You have corrupted your wisdom by reason of your splendor. I have cast you to the ground. Ezekiel 28, 16 through 17, Hello, I'm Dr. Andrew Farley with today's episode of the Heartbeat of Faith podcast. Our goal each day is to showcase the beauty of God's story. This week, we've sought to expose evil during a season when darkness is celebrated. Our week is coming to a close, and now we're looking at Satan. Satan isn't so much a name as it is a title. The word Satan means the adversary, which is why some Bible translations say the Satan. The fallen angel we commonly call Satan has an origin. 
He was once a shining angel in the assembly of God until lust for power consumed him. How you have fallen from heaven, shining one, son of the dawn. How you are cut down to the ground, who laid the nations low. You said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit on the mountain of assembly in the far north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will make myself like the Most High. Isaiah 14, 12 through 14. You were in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone adorned you, ruby, topaz, emerald, chrysolite, onyx, jasper, sapphire, turquoise, and beryl. Gold work of tambourines and of pipes was in you. They were prepared in the day that you were created. You were the anointed cherub who covers. Then I set you up on the holy mountain of God. You have walked up and down in the middle of the stones of fire. You were perfect in your ways from the day that you were created, until unrighteousness was found in you. Ezekiel 28, 13-15 Satan was an angel of light and splendor, ushering in the heavenly hosts to worship. But he was cast down, along with the angels that followed him. He mistook his beauty for power, and God was sure to put him in his place. By the abundance of your commerce, your insides were filled with violence, and you have sinned. Therefore, I have cast you as profane out of God's mountain. I have destroyed you, covering cherub, from the middle of the stones of fire. Your heart was lifted up because of your beauty. You have corrupted your wisdom by reason of your splendor. I have cast you to the ground. Ezekiel 28, 16-17 Many people mistakenly think God and Satan stand equally opposed to each other in a cosmic conflict. But the Bible doesn't describe it that way. Satan is a created being who lives at the mercy of his maker and whose end is already written out for him. I watched as the beast rose up against the white rider. He gathered the evil armies of the earth and ran towards him. The mighty horsemen and the beast clashed. With a swoop of his sword, the rider enveloped the armies. The beast raged against him, but he was not equal to the Lord of Lords. His horns were ripped from his head, and his knees were torn from his limbs. With decisive justice, the hero of history cast the beast into the lake of fire. God's chosen hero, the Messiah, Jesus Christ, had defeated evil once and for all. Satan's end is destruction. So why does he fight and rage? What is he fighting for? Well, he's not fighting for anything, since his destiny is to disappear forever. He's fighting against God's kingdom. His goal is to drag humanity down with him. Sometimes he draws people away by things that are overtly sinful looking. But other times it's the subtle 
temptation of seemingly good things. Yet in the garden, there was a lurking evil in the form of a serpent. He was crafty and a deceitful messenger determined to lure man away from God's loving presence. While God spoke life into existence, the serpent spoke death. His words directed towards Eve trying to twist and deceive. He approached her saying, Did God really say you could not eat from any tree in the garden? Eve replied, We may eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden. However, God instructed us not to eat of the fruit of the tree of good and evil, nor shall we touch it, lest we die. The serpent, knowing that pride was the path away from God, said, You will not surely die. God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like him, knowing all good and evil. This enticed Eve, and has enticed humanity for all generations after her. The possibility of being our own gods has directed the path of evil for thousands of years. Satan was an angel of light, clothed in splendor and majesty. So Adam and Eve were not tempted by something overtly evil-looking. Instead, they were enticed by the idea of self-improvement or becoming more godly. Satan cunningly presented the tree of the knowledge of good and evil as a means for them to be like God, to have the ability to discern good and avoid evil. But here's the truth. God never intended for humanity to bear the burden of developing and following a code of ethics. He didn't create us to strive for self-improvement or to measure ourselves by a standard we were never meant for. Adam and Eve were already innocent, flawless, and complete in God's eyes. They had everything they needed in their relationship with Him. Today, we face a similar choice as believers. We're complete in Christ, and we have a perfect union with Jesus. So will we be lured away by modern-day religious ideas of self-improvement, morality, and ethics? Will we fall at the feet of Christian principles, thinking that by following a set of rules, we can somehow become more godly? Or will we choose to live from the tree of life in Christ Jesus? You see, there was another tree in the garden, the tree of life. And today, we have the incredible privilege of living from that tree. We can experience the abundant life that Jesus promised, not by striving to be good or by following a set of rules, but by embracing the grace and love of God that is freely given to us through Christ. So, my friends, let us not be deceived by the satanic allure of self-improvement or the pursuit of morality and ethics. Let us instead fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. Let us live from the tree of life, relying on Christ as our source of life, righteousness, 
and godliness. In Him, we find true freedom, joy, and fulfillment. And that's the message of grace that sets us free from the bondage of rule-based religion and fleshly morality. In our next episode, we'll seek to further expose the lies of Satan with the truth of Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening to the Heartbeat of Faith podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a review and let us know how this series has impacted your life. Remember to download the Pray.com app. And for more encouragement in God's grace, visit andrewfarley.org. That's andrewfarley.org.